Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message. Well, this morning, I want to I wanna keep going uh, with our, our sermon series that we're calling Dangerous Emotions. Uh, I have a, a couple more messages that I really want to, to, to share with you in this series that I, I really believe will, will be a great blessing and a great help to you. Uh, if you're new with us this morning or maybe you haven't been with us for a, a couple weeks, uh, what we're doing in this series is we're looking at some different emotions that I, I just believe can be very dangerous and can do great harm to us and also to others if we don't learn to to recognize these emotions and and deal with them. Uh, Our theme verse for this series is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. It says this. It says, so if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. You see, if we don't to, to recognize and, and deal with these dangerous emotions, ultimately what will happen is it will lead to our, our fall. And, and so we must learn to be on guard against these, these different emotions that we're, we're talking about in this series so that they don't, they don't take us out. And so what we've been doing in this series is we've been looking at some different people in the Bible that, that let these dangerous emotions get the, the best of them. And because of it, they made some bad decisions that not only greatly affected their lives, but affected the lives of those around them too. And so just a quick review, uh, the first week of the series, we, we looked and we saw how, how Cain didn't deal with this and recognize this, this dangerous emotion of anger. Uh, Cain, he continued to let this emotion of anger just burn inside of him until finally one day he, he snapped and he, he killed his younger brother. Uh, the second week of the series, we saw how, how Joseph, his, his 10 older brothers, uh, didn't recognize and deal with this dangerous emotion of, uh, of, of jealousy. And because they didn't deal with their, their jealousy, they ended up selling their, their brother as a, a slave. And this just caused so much destruction and heartbreak and pain to this, this family. And then last week, we saw how Samson didn't recognize and and deal with this dangerous emotion of of pride. And as a result, his life was cut way too short. And and even greater, he missed out on fulfilling the great call that God had for his life. And and if you're here this morning, maybe you missed some of these messages, or maybe you struggle in one of these these areas, man, I really would encourage you to go to our, our website, or you can go to our Facebook page and you can watch those messages and I really believe that they'll be a great help to you. Well this morning I want to continue by by looking at the the dangerous emotion of frustration. Let me before we get started give you the the definition of frustration. Frustration is the the feeling of being annoyed, upset, or, or impatient because you can't control or change a situation. How many of you ever get annoyed? You don't have to raise your hand. A few of you. How many of you get upset? How many of you get, get impatient because you can't control or change a, a situation? You know, again, this morning, I think if we're, we're honest, we, we all experience times of, of great frustration in our lives. 
You know, for, for many of us, we may be here today, we're, we're frustrated right now. We're frustrated with maybe the direction that our, our country is headed. We're frustrated. Others may be here, you're frustrated at your jobs right now. Just frustrated how things are, are going. Maybe others are, are frustrated with your kids. Anybody else have trouble getting your kids up and ready for school <laughs> this week? I can get frustrated. Uh, others are maybe just frustrated with where they're, they're at in life right now. There's just so many different things that can, can frustrate us. But, but here's the deal again this morning. Uh, it, it's so important that we, we learn to, to recognize our, our frustration and deal with our, our frustration because frustration, again, it, it is a dangerous emotion that can cause or lead to great harm. And this morning, we're going to look at a, a man in the Bible that this happened to. And so this morning, we're going to look at the, the story of, uh, of Moses. You know, God had, had called Moses to, to lead the, the, the Israelites out of Egypt into the promised land. And some of you, you might remember this story. God, he, he, he miraculously, he parted the, the Red Sea, which helped Moses lead the, the Israelites out of Egypt and, and into the, the, the promised land. And so here they were, they crossed uh, this Red Sea, and now they found themselves in the, the, this, this desert. And this was only supposed to be an 11-day journey from Egypt to the promised land. But, but this journey, it was taking a, a lot longer than it was supposed to. And, and the reason why was because these people, the Israelites, man, they just grumbled and complained and whined about everything. They were whining and complaining about not having food, about not having water. But yet God, he was just so, always so faithful to provide and even the people, when God gave them food, they complained because they didn't like it and they wanted different food. And yet again, God was still faithful to give them what they, they wanted. Well, again, these people, they were just constantly grumbling. Well, as you can imagine, this was a little frustrating to, to Moses. He, he was annoyed by the people's complaining. He, he was upset that the Israelites were always bad-mouthing not only him, but, but God. He, he was getting it. Moses was, was getting impatient because, man, they were still in the desert when God had promised them the, the, the promised land. Well, there came a, a day where, where, where Moses' frustration, it kind of reached a, a, a boiling point. And, and as a result, Moses, he, he did something that, that he shouldn't have done. And ultimately, it cost him dearly. And so let's read this story together this morning. It's found in Numbers chapter 20, and we're going to start reading with verse 1. You can follow along with me. It says this. It says, In the, the first month of the year, the whole community of Israel arrived in the wilderness of Zin and camped at Kadesh. While they were there, Miriam died and was buried. There, there was no water for the people to drink at that place, and so they rebelled against Moses and Aaron. The people blamed Moses and said, If we have only died in the Lord's presence with our brothers, why have you brought the congregation of the Lord's people into this wilderness to die along with all our livestock? Why did you make us leave Egypt and bring us here to this, this terrible place? This land has no grain, no figs, no grapes, no pomegranates, and no water to drink. Moses and Aaron, they turned from the people, and they went to the entrance of the, the tabernacle, 
where they fell face down to the ground. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord, he he said to Moses, he, he said, you and Aaron must take the staff and assemble the entire community. As the people watch, speak to the rock over there and it will pour out its water. You will provide enough water for the rock to satisfy the whole community and their livestock. And so Moses, he, he did as he was told. He, he took the staff from the place where it was kept before the Lord, and he and Aaron summoned the people and, and, and to come and gather at the rock. Listen, you rebels, he shouted. Must we hear a little frustration there? Listen, you rebels, he shouted. Must we bring you water from this rock? And then it says, Moses, he raised his hand and he struck the rock twice with a staff and water gushed out. And so the entire community and their livestock drank their their fill. But the Lord, he said to Moses and Aaron, he said, because you did not trust me enough to, to demonstrate my holiness to the people of Israel, you will not lead them into the land I am giving them. And, and so here in this, this story, if you, you caught this, Miriam died, and, and Miriam, that was Moses' sister. And, and so I'm sure that was just devastating for Moses. And, and so Moses, his sister, just passes away. And, and then we see in this, this story, the Israelites, again, what are they doing? They're complaining, right? They're, they're grumbling, they're about not having water. Uh, we see him rebelling against Moses and even, even God. And, and so again, in this, this, this point, like there's just a lot of things that are, are, are frustrating to, to Moses. Well, God, he, he tells Moses, he says, Moses, I, I have water for you. All you need to do is take your staff and I just want you to simply speak to this rock. And, and as you speak to the rock, there will be enough plenty of water for you, for the people, for the livestock, all the animals. It'll be good. But Moses, in his frustration, he didn't speak to the rock, but what did he do? He hit the rock. He was was frustrated, and so he he struck the, the, the rock twice. Well, because Moses didn't do what God told him to do, Moses, he ended up missing out. Uh, on getting to experience the promised land. He, he, he ended up missing out on experiencing God's best for his life. Why? Because he let this dangerous emotion of frustration get the best of him. And so again this morning, it's important for all of us that we learn to recognize when we're frustrated right? And that we learn to deal with our frustration. Because we too, like Moses, man can do, we can say things that we'll regret. We'll we'll do and say things that may cause us to miss out on God's best for our life, all because we didn't deal with this dangerous emotion of frustration. And so this morning, let me give you three, three, three ways how we, can, how we can deal with frustration. We, you don't have to raise your hand. You got anybody frustrated this morning? Well, here's three ways to help you deal with your frustration. Number one is pray for peace. Pray for, for peace. You know, again, in, in Moses' life at this point, he 
He's beyond, he, he's beyond frustrated because of all these different things that's going on and that he's dealing with. And, and so because he's, he, he's frustrated, his thoughts are, are restless, he, he's overwhelmed with everything taking place. And it was because of, again, Moses let this, this dangerous emotion of frustration get the best of him. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't thinking right. He, he wasn't in his right mind. And as a result, he, he hit that rock out of frustration instead of speaking to it. You know, again, this morning, I think for many of us, we can really relate to, to Moses uh, we, we become frustrated with life, and, and as a result, our thoughts become restless. We're, we're, we're overwhelmed with everything going on, and, and bad thinking results in bad decisions, right? Bad thinking results in, in bad decisions. And, and I think what Moses needed more than anything, like at this point in this moment in his life, was God's peace, he just needed God's peace. He needed God's peace to bring calm to his soul. You know, this morning for us, we, we, we can, the same goes for us. You know, when we're frustrated, we, our thoughts are, are restless, we're, 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 we're overwhelmed. There's like this uneasiness that takes place in our minds. And what we need more than anything in that moment is just to experience God's peace. You know, Philippians 4, 7 says this. It says, And the peace of God, which, which surpasses all understanding, will, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I, I love this. It, it's God's peace that guards what our hearts and our what? Our minds. God's peace guards. It's, it's a guard that, that protects our, our thoughts. God's peace protects us when we are, are frustrated so that we don't make bad decisions. And, and so when we're dealing with just frustration in our lives, one of the best things that we can do is to pray. And, and when we pray, we just simply ask that God, make right now I'm frustrated. God, I'm, 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 I'm overwhelmed. God, I'm, I'm upset, and God, I'm, I'm uneasy, and God, right now, I just need your peace. Man, I know that this is what, what I do. Man, when I can tell, like, I'm starting to get frustrated with things, when I'm starting to get that feeling where, where I'm just, my thoughts are restless, where I'm overwhelmed, man, I just go to God, and I just pray, and I say, God, like, I need your peace right now, and I love that God is so faithful to just overwhelm us with his peace. And I love that, that peace, the peace of God, it guards our hearts and it guards our minds. Second Thessalonians 3.16, it says this, it says, may the, the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every situation, the Lord be with you all. Man, I love that, that we can experience God's peace at all times, and in every situation. Aren't you thankful for that this morning? That we can experience God's peace at all times in every situation. And the way that we just experience God's peace is we just ask him, say, God, man, I need your peace in my life right now. And so number one, the first way how we, we deal with this dangerous emotion of, of frustration is we pray for peace. 
The second thing, the way how we can deal with frustration is do things you enjoy. Do, do things that you enjoy. You know, for, for Moses, his life consisted of just leading the, the Israelites. He was constantly just doing things for them. And I'm afraid that the reason why Moses had become so, so frustrated was because he was just burnt out. Man, he, he never was able to just take time and to, to enjoy life. You know, in fact, we, we know that, that Moses, he was doing too much. Because one day, his father-in-law, his name was Jethro, came to, to visit. And he, he just started to observe Moses. And he, he noticed that Moses was just doing too much. And, and that he needed some, some help. Now, this story is found in Exodus chapter 18, verses 17 and 18. It says this. It says, Moses' father-in-law, he replied, he said, What you are doing is not good. He said, You and these people who, who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You can't handle it on your own. And so the reason why, one of the reasons why, why Moses became so, so frustrated was because he was doing too much. He was, he, he was burned out. He never was able to just take some time and, and rest and, and do things that he enjoyed. And I really believe this morning that the reason why, why for maybe so many of us, we, we become frustrated with life is that we burn ourselves out. And we haven't taken time to rest and to do things that we enjoy. You know, if all we do is, is go, if all we do is do, if all we do is work, man, we're going to continue to just be so frustrated with life. So frustrated with life. And in that, we will make bad decisions, right? When you're frustrated, you, you, you make bad decisions. That's just how it goes. Well, God, he, he knew that, and so he created us to, to, to rest. And in those times of rest, we need to do things that we enjoy, things that you love to do. You see, I want you to know this morning that it, it's all right to, to take time and, and enjoy life. Man, go camping, go golfing, go shopping, go gardening, do, do whatever else that, that you love to do. I thought I'd get some amens there. Right? But do things in life that you, you enjoy. You know, Ecclesiastes 2.24 says this. The Solomon, the wisest man to ever live, he said this. He said, so I decided that there's nothing better than to enjoy food and drink and to find satisfaction in work. Then I realized that these pleasures are from the hand of God. And, and so may I suggest something to you today? That if you're here and, and you just find yourself just so frustrated right now, maybe the reason is, is that you're, you're tired, that you're, that you're burned out. And maybe the best thing that you can do is just to go and to rest and to do, do something that you enjoy doing. And you know, as you take time to just enjoy life and as you get the rest you need, man, you find yourself refreshed, right? You find yourself refueled. And you know what? I've noticed this. Man, you can handle and you deal with frustrations a whole lot better, right? When you're refreshed and refueled. And so for some of you here today, that's what you need to do. Just take some time to rest and to do something that you enjoy. And then here's the, the third one. Third way how we deal with frustration is this, is we, we change what we can control. We change what we can control. 
You know, again, for, for Moses, he became frustrated because of, of how the Israelites were, were responding during their, in their time in the desert. He, he was frustrated with how they, were, how they were acting. You know, Moses let how the, the Israelites were, were living their lives dictate his emotions and his responses. And, and this morning, I think for many of us, we're, we're guilty of doing the, the same thing. We, we let other people's actions, we let other people's responses dictate our emotions and how we respond. We really do. We give other people way too much power over our lives and our, our emotions. You know, we, we become frustrated when people don't act the way that we think they should act or, or do what we think that they should do. And, and, and unfortunately, here's the deal, we, we can't control other people. The only person that we can control is who? Is, our, is ourselves, right? And, and so instead of letting other people frustrate us and cause us to do and, and say things we regret, we need to accept what we can't change, what we can't control, and change what we can control. You know, part of the, the serenity prayer says this, it says, God, grant me the serenity to accept things that I cannot change and the courage to change the things I, I can and the wisdom to know the difference. You know, for Moses, he, he couldn't change the, the whining and the complaining of the people, but he could control how he responded and how he could control doing what God told him to do. And so when we're frustrated, we, we need to ask ourselves this, this question. Well, what can I change about this situation? And if there's something that we can do, we need to do it. If there isn't anything that we can do, we need to let it go and to keep our peace. You know, and so I want to encourage you today. For some of you, I know that this week most of the kids started school. I'm going to give you a, a, an assignment, a homework assignment. But I want to encourage you today to, to take time this week and, and to write down those things in your life that are, are, are frustrating you right now. And then after you write those things down, man, to, to begin to, to look at those things and say, hey, what, what can I change about this? And pray Ask God to give you wisdom. God, is there anything that I can do? He'll, he'll show you. And if you can change it, change it. But if you can't, I love that. Just let it go so you can keep your peace. You know, I know this morning the reality is that this life can get very frustrating at times. But we can't afford to let this dangerous emotion of frustration cause us to fall cause us to, to miss out on God's best for our lives. And so we need, again, to, to learn to recognize, hey, I'm feeling pretty frustrated right now, and then we need to deal with it. And I really believe that some of the best ways to deal with frustration, number one, is to pray for God's peace. It really is. It is a peace that surpasses all understanding. God's peace guards our hearts, and his peace guards our minds. So pray, ask God, say, God, I, I need you to give me your peace. And then secondly, man, enjoy. Go enjoy life. Enjoy things that you love to do. And let that, that, that enjoyment, let that give you rest and let it refuel you, refuel you 
so that you can make good decisions. And, and then thirdly, and then thirdly, man, I just encourage you to, to change what you can control. And if you can do something about it, do it. If you can't, let it go. And I really believe that as we do those things, we'll find ourselves living a lot less frustrated, we'll make good decisions, and we'll experience God's best for our lives. Amen? Amen. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me this morning? You know, I really feel like for so many, we can really relate to, to Moses. You know, here, here Moses is, he, he's, he's, he's working hard, he's trying to lead these people. People can be difficult, right? And they're whining and complaining, and he, his sister just passes away, and, and here he is, he's just at this place in his life where he's just beyond frustrated. And, and it was in his, his frustration, he, he did something that, that caused him to, to miss out on God's best for his life. And I just pray this morning that we can learn from Moses' mistake. And when we find ourselves frustrated, I really do. I pray that we would take time to ask God for peace. That Again, that we would take time to rest and, and, and just be refueled and to be refreshed. And I pray that we would ask ourselves when we're frustrated, God, what, what can I do? to change this situation. If we can do something, we do it. If we can't, we don't. And I just pray this morning that we truly would, that we would experience God's peace in our lives and that we wouldn't live our lives frustrated. You know, this morning in this message, uh, I've talked a lot about peace. And I, I really believe this morning that one of the, the things, one of the needs that, that people are, are, are needing in their life more than anything right now is peace. And if that's you this morning, I, I want you to know that this peace that you're looking for, again, it's found in a person and only in one person and his name is Jesus. Jesus, he is the, the, the prince of peace. And it's his peace that, that guards our hearts. His, it's his peace that, that guards our, our minds. And, and it's through a relationship with Jesus that we experience this, this peace that passes all understanding. And, and so if you're here this morning and you need peace in your life, ultimately what you need is Jesus. And, and so if you're here this morning and you need Jesus in your life, and today you want to surrender your life to him. You want to put your faith in Jesus and confess him as the Lord and the Savior of your life. Man, if that's you this morning, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me. Man, this prayer, all it is, is just saying, Jesus, I need you. I need you to come into my life and I want to follow you. I want to begin a relationship with you. And so I want to invite you. Would you all pray this with me this morning? Say, Jesus, I come to you today needing you and wanting you in my life. And so, Jesus, right now, I'm making a decision to put my faith in only you as I confess you, Jesus, as a Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. 
If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today, and then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you, and may His face shine upon you.